Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here in the guest segment of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a great pleasure and honor to be with you. It's great to be with like-minded Americans. And uh, the day has passed. And uh, as they said in the uh, iRobot movie, we're still here. And we are. We've survived the first Biden day. And uh, clearly, when you heard his speech, um, some of it was coherent and some of it was Biden off more than he can chew. No question about it. Uh, he is the first dementia president. Um, and just wonder how long he's going to last before Kamala, I need to look with, for the next person to sleep with Harris to move up the ladder. Oh, no, she'll have completed that task, won't she? All right. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I ramble. We have a great guest here. Um, works in law enforcement, has a very extensive background, let's just say with power. And I invited him to come on and get a reaction for what he thinks is going to transpire, how he sees things coming. And I've actually had a couple of serendipitous discussions today, one with a, a police officer here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. And uh, he's very, very concerned about the fact that the police could become the next Gestapo. A national police force is coming, he said. And my friend Vance Davis, former NSA, said the same thing. So we asked Wrecker to come on, and I'm going to have him address that issue and other issues that concern him as well as we move in a new direction. And by the way, in case you didn't notice, Biden came out with first day uh, executive orders. Um, we ain't in Kansas anymore, little girl. Wrecker, welcome to the show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me back. You know, I really wish we had something to talk about. <laughs> it, it, it's like, even though the war is over and Trump, uh, excuse my French, chicken shit it out. And I'm going to say it right here. He chicken shit it out. He stabbed all those people in the back who supported him. He didn't even try to stand up for himself. But it's done, is done, is done. But yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Well, you know, let's talk about Trump real quick. I want to applaud Donald Trump for four years of being what I believe is a very good president, uh, a very upfront, honest president who uh, I believe gave it his best, uh, gave us a lot of good things. We may have had a couple things we don't like here and there, like the bump stock bans or whatever. But I think overall, President Trump, uh, my hat's off to you, sir. It was a pleasure serving underneath you. It was a pleasure being in your presence. Yeah, let and, me react uh, to that real uh, quick here. Excuse me, so I'm stuttering over my words here. When we got Donald Trump, that's the word I was trying to get out. With Donald Trump, I agree with you for three years. My friend, we are in complete agreement for three years. COVID took his heart and soul away. Well, that's when the deep state really struck. You know, 2020 changed a lot of things for a lot of people, and it hurt a lot of people. Yeah. And it wasn't the virus. It was the policies. It, it wasn't the people so much as it was the lawmakers. Uh, it wasn't the peaceful protesters or the demonstrators. It was the violent rioters. It was the, the people out there with malicious intent and uh, the evildoers. And this was a hell of a year. Uh, I think Trump really took it on the chin. And, uh, you know, I think 
putting my emotions aside and, and putting my government hat back on, I have to say that I, I know the things that he was trying to do. I spoke with FEMA on quite a bit of these things. I spoke with uh, DHS components on quite a bit of these things, and uh, you know, Department of Justice, and quite a bit with National Guard here and there. And I understand what the man was trying to do, but he was being hamstrung left and right because of the uh, riots and protesting, while he was also trying to get past uh, many different things uh, to help the American citizens with the pandemic. And let's not forget, yeah, Trump did, you know, push this uh, vaccine that uh, I'm not taking, uh, and I know quite a few people that aren't taking. Uh, yeah, it got pushed through. Yeah, it was sponsored or maybe helped created by Bill Gates, who is a genocidal maniac. However, comma, Trump originally tried to push out a lot of medicine that was being used uh, by doctors, doctors who recommended it, and... Uh, you know, these doctors were superseded by billionaire corporations and by politicians. Uh, you know, Fauci. Fauci is not the world's expert on this, and yet we had the world's experts coming out and saying uh, hydroxychloroquine would uh, be more beneficial than some random ass, uh, you know, made up RNA vaccine that's freaking people out. We don't know what the uh, the deficiency in this vaccine is or how destructive it may be. Uh, so, you know, the fact that they're pushing that upon the public is a, that's kind of a slap on the wrist for me. I, I, I That's a no-go for me. But anyways, I saw, I saw a lot of the behind-the-scenes things that Trump had to face, and I understand his frustrations. Uh, the Republicans were, were hitting him hard. The Democrats were hitting him hard. You have the protests going on. Uh, dealing with, you know, shootings from police, uh, dealing with Iran and with Iraq and Syria, Afghanistan, with Germany, with China. Uh, you know, there was a lot on the man's plate. And I think sometimes people don't understand that at the end of the day, Donald Trump was just a man who was doing his best. And, uh, you know, the fact that the media hounded him left and right nonstop was just to try and beat this man into the ground, but he stood his ground as best as he could. And then after the election, all this bullshit happened, and then the Republicans started turning against him, and I believe, honestly, the man said, screw this, I've had enough of it, I gave it my best shot. Uh, you know, they really would have put Trump in a corner. There was a lot of conspiracy theories going out there, and you and I both know quite a bit of them, that were potentially very dangerous uh, and had no real bearing. It, it had no real uh, solid matter to sit it on, and it was really just a bunch of hypotheticals, right? Mm -hmm. You're right. You know, so look at it this way. For everyone who wanted Trump to declare martial law, for uh, and I'm going I'm to play the devil's advocate. That's my job. So for everyone who, who wanted Trump to declare martial law, to let the military to the military tribunals to arrest all these politicians and you know whoever that that he feels was tied to these problems if trump would have done that would trump have started a civil war by usurping now uh his presidency that was usurped from him from fraudulent elections yeah that can get confusing but you get the gist let's say trump had actually followed through with the conspiracy theories that we heard of and even though they're conspiracy theories, 
Don't think that they're all conspiracy. If he had followed through with it, he caused a civil war. Let's just say that it didn't succeed. Well, now the man could potentially be responsible for thousands of deaths, maybe 10,000 of deaths, damage to infrastructure, uh, you know, cops shot, first responders shot, buildings destroyed, uh, military hurt, wounded or killed, maybe even our enemies trying to take advantage of the Civil War, uh, and he didn't come out on top. What would happen to that man? He would be decimated from every single direction, and no one would have his back, just like how the Supreme Court didn't have his back, just like how the Republicans didn't have his back. And ladies and gentlemen, for everyone who went out and voted in, in MAGA country, I love you people. I'm right there with you. But there's nothing you can do in politics. We, the voters, can do nothing to the politicians. They're the ones who have the power, the power of the pen, to change history for however they feel like it should be. And uh, Trump was fighting a, a serious uphill battle. And the other option that the man had was to say, okay, you bastards stole this election. Uh, I'm going to leave. I know the truth. The American people know the truth. And just give me a couple months. I'm going to put more of the truth out on the Internet and on TV. And they knew that was going to happen, Dave, and that's why they immediately banned him from social media. That's why no telecom company will ever hold a Trump news media. That man has been ghosted from anything that has to do with uh, communications. And I believe he'll find a workaround. I believe his supporters will find the workarounds. Uh, but now you see the empire striking back. Now you see the true power of the technological elite, of the technocrats. I'll give you one thing in history. Dwight B. Eisenhower, on his farewell address, said, Beware the military-industrial complex. That's not the only thing he said. Now, paraphrasing, he also mentioned, Beware people that are technocratic, these uh, technological elites who are gobbling up all these industries and becoming so powerful that eventually you're not going to be able to confront them and combat them and overcome them. We are now at that precipice. Name me one platform that can't be shut down by the government or by the leftists and the technocrats. There isn't one. There's nothing out there that they cannot silence and shut down. Yet, the same people were the ones who were bitching for the last couple of years that Trump was uh, you know, not letting them have their free speech all the time because he wouldn't take a question from a certain news agency every now and then. The hypocrisy, yeah. the, the, mom, the momentous amount of, of crap that this man had to take, the pure hypocrisy – is outstanding. So I just want people to understand that that you know I, I'm well, you, not a you diehard. Laid, you laid Trump. that out well. You did. You laid it out very well. Um, I'm yeah. going to challenge you on one area, and it's an intellectual challenge, of course. Mitt Recker, uh, one would have to be deaf, dumb, and blind, and have their head so far up there, you know what, to not know this election was massively stolen. I saw the proof myself on mainstream media when they covered the fact the poll watchers were blocked. And they put the pizza boxes up. And we covered before the election, which the election should have been stopped by Trump. And that's what I mean, that he chicken bleepered out. 
because when they're finding thousands of Trump ballots in cornfields and in Trump and, and in dumpsters, he should have stopped yep. the election right there, and he didn't do it. And that's my biggest problem right now. There wasn't a conspiracy theory about voter fraud. We've seen it. It's even been reported in the mm -hmm. mainstream media. And that's the thing that drives me crazy is these people that are inhabiting the White House now got away with the crime of the country's history. Well, that conspiracy theory goes both ways. This is a two-way street. Um, the, the, huh, the people on the right, the conservatives... Yeah, you had some crazy conspiracy theories going on. Like I said, not all not all of them were a, cons a conspiracy, but the left also said that what we were saying with fraudulent voting was in itself a conspiracy. No, 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 no. We had uh, photographic video proof. We have affidavits it, that it, are signed. It does not matter the amount of evidence that you have if it can't be seen in a court. I agree. There's the conspiracy. The conspiracy is with the left, not with the people who witnessed the crimes. See, people don't understand the word conspiracy anymore because it's been construed. Conspiracy doesn't mean there's some fantastical idea that someone has created, and it's, it's, uh, it's so unbelievable that only those crazy conspiracy theorists wearing the aluminum foil helmets would believe it. No, conspiracy within the realms of law is when people conspire to have an illegal action against a person, state, or government. That is what has happened. There's, there is proof there. There is a, a large amount of proof. But the proof was suppressed. As our President Joe Biden says, I'm here for the truth, not the facts. See, with political doublespeak, you can always say one thing and mean another, but all they had to do was was just follow the simple plan that Goebbels set out for them many, many years ago. Lie and lie and tell a bigger lie and then tell a big enough lie until eventually people are just going to believe it. This is called propaganda. Great. What we have seen for four years is propaganda, and Trump has combated the propaganda by calling out the fake news. And everyone who went on alternative news and stopped with Fox News and CNN and all these other mainstream media uh, demagogueries, we took the fight to them to the point that it really made them scared. They have to – they got to reel in that power and not let it back out so much again. You're still going to get your Twitter and your YouTube and your Facebook and your Instagram. That's these people's money. They still want that up. they got to make that money. However, your free speech is now limited. If you want to go and have free speech for all you kids out there who love to play on your phones for 12 hours a day, free speech in our ancestors' day was going to the town square, standing on a soapbox, and bitching about the evils of England until eventually you got a crowd. But it can't just be some crazy guy or lady on the corner. You've got to come with some facts you got to come with some serious truth. And unfortunately, that word truth and facts are now being considered to have a, uh, what would I call this, a fact-finding uh, commission that's going to be started by the Democrats. AOC herself said, 
it's okay for me and you to disagree and have different opinions, but it's not okay for people to be spreading false facts. Okay, so what does that mean? That means I believe what you say is false. So then I have the power of the pen, and I can write, all these people are liars, terrorists, insurrectionists, insurgents, seditionists. Because you have two powers that at one point in time were competing. Now they've joined together. Now we have a real problem. The Republicans have completely conceded, almost for the most part. There's a couple senators out there and congressmen out there who are still worth their salt. However, not many. You even have people that are in the military or prior military that are high-ranking officers who are willing to call out acting, sitting, Republican congressman right now, like the young man who I believe he's 24 years old and uh, he's paralyzed. If you haven't seen this, Tucker Carlson did a special on it uh, a day ago. And in there, there is a, a guy who is one of the head prosecutors from Guantanamo Bay. And he put out on Twitter that there's more evil people than just these that are in Guantanamo Bay, and then names this paralyzed 24-year-old white senator. And, you know, that's a closed caption. He, he Whatever he meant from that, I, I go ahead and I'm just going to take that. He meant it as like against a white conservative or whatever. But he did say something that's very interesting, and this is what we need to talk about. This is what we're going to focus on, that we need to have a domestic war against domestic terrorism. Many years ago, when Obama was still the president, there was a there was something that was drafted that was called the homegrown violent extremism. Yeah, I remember that. Now the H, the HVE, we didn't know if it was going to become a policy, a law, uh, or if it was going to become its own agency. So they were rolling this around. It never really went anywhere besides paper with Obama. When Trump came into office, HVE was actually become a, a, uh, a policy, I guess you would say, and uh, it was used and aimed at domestic terrorism within the United States at groups like Antifa. Of course, whenever we actually try to take that to Congress and say, hey, these guys are actual like communist terrorists. They're like you know, killing people. They're robbing people. They're threatening people, and it's for a political reason, which matches you know, what it needs to be to be terrorism. Uh, they said no. No, Department of Justice wouldn't approve it. But they will immediately approve all this for all the Trumpers after January 6th. It's funny how the tables have been turned on us. So now, here's the, here's the rumor. I'm still, still vetting this one out, but it's the rumor I got today, Dave. All right. Let's hear it. Some of, some of our politicians want to have a secret federal police force. I've heard that, yes. A secret police, a Stasi. Uh, there's an issue there. For one, that's kind of what the FBI does. The FBI is a blend of intelligence and law enforcement. Not so much law enforcement if you know some of these agents. Not saying all the agents are that bad. I, I have plenty of friends that are FBI agents who absolutely hate their agency right now. However, uh, they are the blend of intelligence and then law enforcement. CIA is our blend of intelligence and OCONUS operations, and we'll leave that as a blank. Uh, 
So now they want this mixture of possibly a brand new type of federal law enforcement agency that combats domestic terrorism, mainly looking at the the rise of uh, white nationalism, uh, white supremacist terrorists, uh, you name it. Why is that all of a sudden the talk of the town? All of a sudden the talk of the town. Isn't it funny that almost all these people that they claim that are terrorists, uh, 74, 78 million of us voted for Trump. We are white. Uh, we're conservative. We don't believe in abortion. Generous amount of us are uh, Christian. We are all believing in the Constitution and firm uh, believers in the Second Amendment. A large majority of us are veterans or hunters or law enforcement or doctors. or You name it, right? Why is it that this one political group is now the target. It's because they're the threat. Exactly. When communism when communism comes in power, they can either crush you with famine. They can either rule over you with the military. Or they can make you the enemy of the state by policies and laws. That is the option that we're seeing right now. I'll give it back to you. Well, you're right on the money here, and we are the threat. But there's a threat there record that you did not mention. And it's kind of implicit in Trump supporters in large part. A belief in Christ. And and I'm going to contrast that with the opposition. The Democrats aren't the Democrats, they're the Bolsheviks. And they took God out of their party platform. When they said the Pledge of Allegiance at their convention, they didn't even use the word God, even though it was part of the pledge. And I believe what they fear the most is the power of Jesus Christ that resides in a number of Trump supporters. Well, I, I would agree with you. That's been my assessment on this for years, that it's okay to be a Buddhist, to be a Muslim, to be an atheist, to be a Satanist, uh, you know, to uh, a Hindu, whatever. But don't you dare be a Christian and speak out. We can't, we, we have to suppress the power of Jesus. Uh, you know, nobody is being profiled to the to the slanderous extent like conservatives are right now, and that is the thing that we almost all have in common: is our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. I believe I mentioned that. I may not have. I believe I mentioned it prior. But what happened to radical terrorism, Dave? What happened well, to the the we, red terror? What happened we, to the red terror? We have become. The Trump supporters have become the domestic terrorists now. Because as you said, we're the threat. We're the threat because we value individual liberty. We're Christians. We value free enterprise, and that gets in the way of their accumulation of wealth for the few. Um, we've, we don't believe in the, the pseudoscience of climate change, and this is where a lot of them are going to make their money and gain their power. So th that would be my brief answer. Well... I keep saying this is like the second rise of the Nazi Empire. Steve Quo would probably, probably be agreeing with me and, and I agree. laughing yeah. profusely. Steve would. Isn't it interesting that the Daily Caller posted today that uh, no book deals for traitors? Uh, what was it saying? Uh, an open letter from over 500 publishing professionals calls for no books. For Trump administrators 
no autobiographies, none of that. You know, how close is this to the Reichstag fires? When's the next real big broken arrow moment well, in it's, America? It's a book burning, and you know, Wrecker, that where they burn books, they soon burn people. Yeah, I mean, history repeats itself. So we need to, as Americans, take a real big step back, take a big breath. Biden's the president now. I want to give you a little piece about this. In four years, God willing, we can vote the man out. But I will say this. That's a laugh with voting, right? I will say this. I hope Joe Biden stays the president for the next four years. Better than Kamala? Because it will be, bet be better than Kamala. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, Joe Biden was a, was a not very well liked person, even when he was the VP. And prior to that, Kamala is an absolutely hated uh, politician with a huge chip on her shoulder and a lot to prove. Uh, we have a dying star, and then we have the uh, you know the the speeding comet that's heading to Earth. Which one do you want to be hit with first? Because the dying star, he may just collapse in himself in four years, and poof, we don't see him anymore, right? Kamala Harris is an asteroid who is just waiting for her trajectory to be right there in the middle of, of America, and then she's going to impact. Because the type of policies this woman wants to put forth are draconian, they're, author, uh, they're authoritarian, they're socialist, uh, leading straight into communists. I want to take your guns. I want to take your car. I want to ban oil. Uh, I want to do you know whatever imaginary thing I can to fix the atmosphere for greenhouse effects. Uh, it's it's once again it's funny how uh, so many people that claim to be very intelligent that are on the left are saying that carbon is the major problem of of the world, but yet plants produce you know all these kind of things called oxygen, but are actually feed on carbon. So I'm getting confused if my uh, if my science teacher was full of crap or not. But I think we actually need the carbon. It's not that bad. Oh, well, you do. Why don't you look at Why don't you look at India or China? No one talks about them. We're going to join the Paris Accord again. Yeah. Before you Before you go further, let me share with you what I've looked into in some detail and with some other people. The vaccine changes DNA. I know you've heard of that. Changes RNA too. And it's making humans eventually will be impervious to extreme temperatures. Terraforming. And I think this is human preparation for terraforming of the planet for whatever reason. And I'm not the only one to conclude that. In fact, I actually had a military person tell me that they, they know that uh, DARPA has done experiments with us. So let's project this out for a second. If you allow the continued environment as it is, and you're right about the plants. In fact, if you wanted to bring life to Mars, you terraform Mars. And what you do is you create a greenhouse effect. So it's what you're describing perfectly. Um, but if the agenda is something different, if uh, terraforming is going to happen with the planet and with the species through the vaccine to start with, then I think we've got a whole different ball of wax. And Wrecker, I know this is probably new to you. It's new to me, but I'm telling you, there's some serious minds that are looking at the effects of this vaccine along these lines. Well, we still don't know what this vaccine is going to end up doing one, two, three, five years down the line. But I will say this on, on the part of terraforming. Uh, who will that impact? 
what is the pros and cons? What is the 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 gain and loss of terraforming? You know, when you start to make the atmosphere hotter and hotter and hotter, uh, well, you know, plants will grow, be more flourished. I think uh, you'd end up having more precipitation in the air, so we'd have more rain. So you can have longer raining seasons, which actually would help crops. Oh, that's right. It ends up being this, like, pyramid scheme for depopulation. Because with Bill Gates and all these other idiots who want to, you know, uh, put aluminum or whatever up into the sky to help block the uh, the light from the sun, which we kind of need to survive. It's called vitamin D. Uh, the point of that, in my mind, from a man who believes in genocide, is to commit genocide. Of course, only the elites will be living in their luscious, you know, compounds and bunkers and all this fancy stuff that these people think it's really going to save them. Uh, but that is really, when it comes down to it, it, it's targeting human life, and they know what they're doing. They have the science. They, these people can pay for the scientists to tell them what, what chain reaction will happen when I introduce chemical A and compound B to the air. Well, this will happen. Okay. All right. If this will happen, and I know that it will, it will the sum value of that is it will depopulate the earth, and uh, Bill Gates has said many times, you know, the problem with the earth is we just have too many people. These people tell you their intentions. Yeah, they do. Dave, they you do. know this. They, they, tell, they tell you their intentions with movies, with the media, with music, uh, with, uh, you know, all, all kinds of fantastical stuff. And I believe that is the route that we are fixing to be taking. Yeah, I, well, you're close. And... and I don't want to go down this avenue any further. Maybe we can do another show on this, but what I'm telling you about the morphing of the human being with this vaccine, it's definitive. I've seen data. I've seen projections. I've seen uh, descriptions of the nanobots and what they're going to do to people. It's uh, beyond Orwellian. And and um, I think there's something even bigger. I, I want to discuss it with you privately off air first because you're going to be shocked at what I tell you. And and, and I don't usually go down the uh, extreme spiritual and, and just completely depart from the physical world. But in this case, I'm telling you, in my humble opinion, I'll just leave it at this. Satan is making his definitive move through this vaccine. And, and, and I mean that with every and every being in my fiber. And I've seen enough proof to believe it. So we say we don't know about a year or five years. I think I do. Only because I've been privileged to be exposed to it. But um, this is part of the takeover. This is, um, I mean, you've, you've heard right out of the uh, European Union. They want people to eat insects. They want to do caloric control. This is part of how we're being morphed for our bodies to accept all this it's it's just crazy so anyway i just wanted to throw that out to you and 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 we'll have to have uh some good off-air discussions over the next couple weeks yeah you know every time we talk about stuff like this it just reminds me of revelation and the mark of the beast that's where we're at buddy yeah this is the continuation of genesis 6 into revelations this is the mark of the beast and one thing i've concluded too 
and and everyone says the Democrats are going to come and they're going to do concentration camps and they're going to exterminate Americans and blah blah blah. They might, but I will tell you this: if they're doing Satan's will, I've thought of this in a different way. Satan doesn't gain much when he kills a Christian. They just wake up in heaven. Satan wants to make you suffer, torture you, and break you to where you'll take the vaccine, to where you'll accept the mark of the beast. And if he has his way with these Bolsheviks now running our country, this is the path I think we're headed down. I don't know if it's going to be mass extermination in FEMA camps. Well, there will come a day where no man will be able to buy, sell, or trade lest he take the mark. Yes. Uh, so, you know, there's all kind of ways that we can, uh, as a human race, uh, morph ourselves into that direction. Uh, I don't think that's a, that's a fairy tale uh, from what you've just explained to us. Uh, you know, we, we have very intelligent people with not the best intentions who are working very dil- diligently on this. Uh, but... Do not lose hope. Keep your hope. Uh, you know what's going on right now. I had to have a, a real come to Jesus moment uh, the other day because I was about to have a damn mental breakdown. Uh, just I was having a, a data overload from all the things I was watching and intel I'm getting and people I'm talking to. So I just had to have like some decompression time, right? Which is very healthy for you. Take your head out of out of politics every now and then, out of your phone, off the internet. Go for a walk, carve some wood, do some whittling, you know, uh, make some ammo, uh, you know, <laughs> cook some biscuits, whatever you got to do. Walk your dog, but relax a little bit, uh, or your head will explode. But I had to have a real come to Jesus moment the other day. I was like, man, you know, I really thought all these things that Trump was going to be able to accomplish and to overcome this hurdle of the voter fraud and, uh, you know, finally maybe the people's uh, voices really heard and these things would really turn out, uh, but they didn't. And so I had to say, well, Lord, thy will be done. If, 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 <laughs> if God is the writer of our history and of our future, this is pr- that he knows the route that America is fixing to take. This is God's will for what is happening. I'm not saying that that means that the nation is uh, not under judgment, because I firmly believe the nation is under judgment. Uh, I firmly believe that we are put into the hands of the uh, of the robbers, of the uh, people who worship Satan, probably because America, uh, you never stopped killing babies. Yeah, exactly. You never tore... You, you never tore down your idols. You never did all these things that you were supposed to do, uh, like what Israel did. And just like Israel, every time they, uh, you know, they got their hands slapped by God, his hand was stretched out still. So that's in Isaiah. Uh, you know, never forget that God's hand is always stretched out. The Redeemer was here to redeem us, not to redeem Satan, not to redeem angels and fallen angels, not to redeem giants, but for humankind. If you do anything that changes that DNA that you are no longer human, ask yourself that question. Can you be redeemed? I don't know the true answer. Uh, you say but no. I, know I say I, no. But if you take the mark I, of the beast. I know in my heart. No. Yeah, I know in my heart that if you take the mark of the beast, because it says so in the book, you're done. You're not going to eternity. Uh, but the temptation is going to be there, Dave. 
you know, if you look at this as a total totalitarian state like uh, Judge Dredd, right, we're, we're all living in the mega cities yeah. and everything's nuclear wasteland. You remember, I, I made this prediction years ago. You did. Or not years ago, months ago, that uh, when the pendulum swings from the high right, it's going to swing all the way back to the extreme left. And they're going to come after cops. They're going to come after first responders. They're going to come after patriots. They're going to come after all these people. But what you're going to end up getting is something even worse when lawlessness abounds throughout America. There's still going to be people enforcing the law. Cops aren't going anywhere. The military is not going anywhere. Who the hell would guard these elitists if we were just taken off the street? They're not after that. What I believe they really want to do is they want to target guys like me with what I believe and with what I know and my patriotism. They want to discourage me and make me leave. They want to infringe upon our rights, turn you against me to make me leave. That way, only the shitheads are left over who will willfully come and take your guns, who will come and give you a damn citation because you let your kids out to play when we're supposed to have COVID-19 lockdowns or because your kids made a bad grade like what you were telling me earlier today. You know, I, I harp on this with law enforcement all the time, and I know people are probably really, really sick and tired of listening to me run my mouth about it, but damn it, I'm a cop. And for everyone out there who, uh, who is in law enforcement, you need to have that check in your spirit. You need to have that moment when you're going to know it's time to put this up. The badge and gun does not define who I am. My morals, my characters, and my standards do. Uh, and I'm not carrying the water for the political elitists, and I don't care if they have the FBI come after me or the CIA come after me, because what's eventually going to happen, Dave, they took out a dozen of the National Guard because, well, they had political ties to Trump or whatever the reason. They had extremist views for militias or whatever. Well, if, if that's your freedom of speech, which was used against you so that you couldn't even guard the president, you couldn't even be trusted with that. Why didn't they do that with Obama? Why didn't they do that with Trump? Why didn't they do that with Bush or with Clinton? It never mattered then, but it matters now because America, based off of what our politicians are telling us, is ready to pole vault to the next big event, the next big scenario. And they want to target people like us, us conservatives, us patriots, us Christians, because we are the main threat. Twelve National Guardsmen yeah. were, were removed. Do you think there was only twelve National Guardsmen that voted for Trump or had something stupid wrote on their on their Facebook or it Twitter or whatever? It was a statement whatever? of power. Yeah, in other words, it was an intimidation yeah. move. We'll we'll hold out twelve, but we're talking to twelve thousand. Yeah, that's what I think. And and yeah. also, um, so what if they supported Trump? In the military, you're allowed to vote for either candidate. Uh, man, I've, I've served under four presidents now, and uh, never once has what I voted for ever even been questioned, ever. I know, because it shouldn't be. <laughs> you, you, you know, it, it shouldn't, because you have a job, you have your derelictions of duty, you swear no to the office of the president, not to the man, to the office. You swear no to the Constitution, not to the man. So this, this shows you right away the totalitarianism. Take a look at what happened today for the inauguration. I was there for Trump's inauguration. And 
these are two completely different things. During Trump's inauguration, we had domestic terrorism. We had riots. We had cops hurt, people hurt. We had, uh, you know, all sorts of little devices found. We had buildings set on fire, cars set on fire. Never once did the word terrorism come out or insurrectionists or seditionists or treason. It was just political violence, demonstrators, people who had a different opinion, and they expressed it through the form of violence. That's no different than what happened on the 6th, and I completely condone what happened because I think it was an idiotic move. However, comma, that's just me, uh, look, what, look what it did now. They took complete advantage. Like I said, they were waiting for the right event. They're waiting for the right event. These people have had this planned for years, and we fell for the trap. It's been a long-term plan, and um, I couldn't agree with you more. You just took my breath away by saying that because I was just thinking that very thought when you said that. And they had the long game in mind. I'm going to tell you something else I'm seeing, Wrecker, and uh, I commented on it tonight on um, my YouTube channel. Biden says he wants to unify. Okay, I'm going to give him a little rope now. Let's see if he can do that. But let me tell you what I'm seeing from the puppet media that got Biden where he is and what I'm seeing from Democratic officials opening their big Yahoo mouths. And they're saying that they want to surveil us, that we need to be um, reprogrammed and re-educated. That's concentration camp talk. And then today, China comes out and says we're sanctioning 28 Trump administration officials, the most notable are Navarro and obviously Pompeo. Here's the word sanction meaning in Chinese. It's what they want to do in Hong Kong to extradite people against crimes of the state who speak out against the party and bring them to the mainland for trial as opposed to being tried in Hong Kong. That's what the riots were about pre-COVID. And now the Chinese are saying they sanction these U.S. politicians, hold on now, because the Chinese also last year passed a law that said they can extradite anyone from any country for criticizing their government. Here's what I'm wondering. Are the Democrats in league with the Chinese to extradite Trump supporters or Trump administration officials? And if they are, then it's time to pick up the guns. I don't dare comment. I hear you. I understand where you're coming I, from. I, I, I don't dare comment, but I will say this. It is interesting that the uh, CCNN, the Communist Chinese News Network, put out a hit list so fast uh, using Facebook and Twitter and all these other social media platforms. And then the FBI was sent after them. They had people with their passports taken, put on no-fly lists. Yeah, so. They had their guns taken, ammunition taken, and it was for a misdemeanor. No matter what happened on the 6th, unless you, with your own hands, tried to kill a cop or tried to beat a cop or tried to kill somebody, and, and, and damn it, everyone who did that, I don't feel sorry for you for whatever happens. If you put your hands on a cop, 
the law's coming after you. So that was a stupid idea. Agreed. Anyways, uh, but going into the Capitol building, walking around, being in a premise where you're not supposed to be, that's called trespassing. All right, so the federal terms, we have different terms for that. But at the end of the day, even if it's a federal charge, it's a misdemeanor. How many times did we see people burning down a courthouse with law enforcement in it, with civilians in it, or attacking people, executing people on the street, uh, trying to kill law enforcement with Molotov cocktails? Almost happened to me. You know, these things happened, and not once did the left or the right ever truly come after them to the extent that we could prosecute them uh, with the full weight of the law, put their asses in prison where they belong. No, what happened? Slap on the wrist, maybe a citation. If they went to jail or they were released within a day, or if they went to court, it was taken out of court. It was dismissed. The system is now completely against us. Like I said, I don't have a good option or opinion as to how to change it. I'm going to leave those remarks to myself. But there will be plenty of people who will have their own opinions of how it will be changed. And that's where we need to be very considerate, very tactful, very wise, and very slow to anger because you're going to fall into the next snare. They want a violent reaction. I would agree. They want it. Yep. You, can, you can see it. With all the rhetoric that the left uses, and now you know even people from the right, these, these talking head pundits, they want to incite violence so that they can capitalize again. And I, and I, I want to say I hope it doesn't happen again, but uh, I think we can all see that there's going to be more events that is going to happen. What happens when we go into a full-scale lockdown again? You know, me and you talked about this today. People are already pissed about it. They're this. not going to take it. Now you're going to – yeah, people are going to go out on the streets. They're going to have civil disobedience. They're going to protest. Probably some idiot's going to end up rioting, and that will probably be you know, uh, anarchists or people trying to take advantage of it. And then you'll have legitimate people who will join in and say, hey, you know what? I actually agree with this, and they'll go out and start rioting, and then it will bring more and more people. Uh, you know, that is what I would call projected violence. You can see that it's going to happen. You can see that you know this is truly a propaganda war. This is a uh, a real uh, ideological war. Just like how we could not destroy communism, we could not destroy the Nazi ideology, we could not destroy radical Islamic extremism. Uh, you cannot destroy the American patriotic spirit. However, we can suppress you to the point that your spirit, your rebellion means almost nothing because you don't control let's name a couple things the banks the media the internet the lawmakers the people who decide on the law and courts you don't control the military well if you don't control those big six you don't have very much of a say even if there was a hundred million bubba's wouldn't grab their rifles and shotguns and decided to you know hey today's the day we're going to have the second american revolution I have to ask you, what are you going to do against the drone? What are you going to do against that 20,000-pound 20, 20, fuel air bomb? What are you going to do against a plague virus that's released? I, I say this to, to put you in the mindset that that provoking of violence will be met with greater violence. That's the way governments work. 
that's how you quell violence by, you know, showing them, hey, we can produce greater violence. Because as far as I know, no one owns a battleship. No one owns a stealth bomber. No one owns a, a predator drone in the sky. Uh, so you know, these are things to consider if you want to really go down that Civil War route, that, that uh, revolutionary route. And I'm not saying it's good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just telling you tactfully these are things that you have to consider. This is why with the Bolshevik Revolution or some of the revolutions that are going right now in multiple countries, you cannot fight back against the big government. I, I don't want to say this to uh, put people down, but the government is too big to fail. Hillary Clinton said it best. The government is too big to fail. It's too politically strong. It has too many fingers and all the different holes. It's got uh, its tentacles out, and they're strangling everything that Americans need to survive. Not to mention, hey, your taxes are probably about to skyrocket along with gas. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, all, all these things are what you have to fight against a, a tyrannical government. And it's it's not just a tyrannical government; it's tyrannical corporations. Um, <laughs> you just—it's funny. I'm doing two broadcasts later this evening, Wrecker, and one's about gas. <laughs> yeah, one's about infrastructure. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, Biden's executive order today canceled Keystone. So there goes energy independence. Hold on to your wallets, folks, because your gas prices are going to more than double. Yeah, there goes about, I don't know, 90,000 jobs. Oh, I, you're grossly underestimating, my friend. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm talking about people who just worked on the pipeline. Yeah, I then know. You have, the you have the logistical people who's, who, who provide the power, who provide the food, who provide the uh, the trucking industry. And then you have the refineries for refining all these uh, materials, and then you have the people who export it, then you have the people who consume it. Yeah, it, it'll affect millions. Yes. But right there, the people working on the pipelines, the fabricators, the welders, the apprenticemen, you know, these people are going to be left without a job, and then they're going to have to go back to the old derricks or wherever else. Uh, they don't really stop and consider – how much it's going to affect Americans, and I believe in my heart it's because they don't care. I, I don't believe these people really care. That's why I really did love Trump as president because that part I you agree could with. See yep. It, yep. Yep. Yeah, you can see it that, that Trump really did care and did try. I, I agree totally. My The first three years, I agree with 90% of what he did. The 10% I don't agree with what he didn't do to, to big tech, and that ultimately cost him big time. And his message will get buried now because he did not do that. But I'll. But I would agree with you that Trump did care about America. America cared about Trump. I mean, people chanting "We love you," and Trump drew tens of thousands at his rallies, and Biden couldn't even draw tens. And it's like I said. I, I we go back to the beginning of our conversation here. This election was flat stolen. It's the easiest thing to prove. The judges are all complicit. They're all bought off. They're all criminals. They're either pedophiles being blackmailed or they're receiving cash payments because not one ounce of evidence was ever heard. And yet I saw enough evidence on TV to say I'd convict. So it just it, 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 Trump just got a bad deal. And I don't think yeah. they're done with him. I think they're going to kill him. I, I, I just feel it in my heart that that's going to happen. 
they can't allow his message to continue. Yeah. I, I'm sure we only have a couple minutes left. We've got, uh, I, I like... I'll, I'll time this out for you. We're going extended session. We're going into overtime and we're eliminating the intro. Um, so we've got a little while because you're on a roll and I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay, so I, I would like to, uh, I'm, I'm currently reading Second Peter again, so I would like to uh, take Second Peter uh, chapter 3, verse 17. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, Take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No matter all this craziness that's going on right now, don't forget the little things. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget to, to enjoy your family. You know, it's not the end of the world yet. Uh, the aliens haven't came. The asteroid hadn't hit us. Godzilla's not coming out of the ocean yet. So take time for yourself, for your family. Don't forget to prep. Don't forget to stay in shape. Don't forget to, you know, work your butt off. Uh, I will say this, and I, I've met, uh, I've been met with a lot of confrontation at work with, uh, you know, the things going on politically. And I speak my mind, and I don't give a damn whose feelings I hurt. And if you fire me, Whatever, I'll go back to what I was doing prior. Right. Uh, but but I will say this, that the convictions that people have right now is because the Holy Spirit is convicting you. Do not forget to repent. It's not too late to repent. The the steps that we grow that we grow closer to eternity, only grow closer because you're walking with faith with Christ, not by yourself. Man cannot save himself. Your guns can't save you. Your constitution can't save you. Trump can't save you. And Biden won't save you. Only Jesus can. So don't forget that and spread the good show the good word, even in these terrible times. People never really saw this coming, but I think many of us, we, we felt that this was going to happen eventually. Uh, too bad, so sad that it happened right now in our generation. Uh, but, you know, there are still, I, I say... Uh, worse things to come. So uh, don't 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 light your last uh, firecracker just yet. The the big finale is not here yet, uh, but we are definitely getting close to it. And uh, you know, even with all these things going on right now, we're going to have a stronger bond and relationship with the Communist Chinese Party because that <laughs> means something good for America, right? No, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. If if anything. If anything, in two years, vote out your Democrats and your Republicans and put in someone who didn't. Well, uh, uh, hold, on, hold on. i got to ask you. How do you vote anybody out when they have made the whole election process a big fraud? Civil disobedience. Okay. Don't go, go. To the voting I agree. Don't go to the voting machines. Hey, Wrecker, hold on a second because i I got to do something legal here. If you've enjoyed this presentation, um, and I'm sure you have, um, I just want to remind you, it's been brought to you by Noble Gold, and Noble Gold can protect assets. If you got assets to protect, call them at 877-646-5347. I'm a customer. I'm happy. And our storable food. Uh, we've got specials going on, so go to preparewithdave.com. If you're still collecting with the civil disobedience and social unrest that's coming, you can't afford to be without it. So those are our two sponsors. And uh, Wrecker, um, final words here before we close. Don't be an idiot. 
don't get drawn into the to the fight that the uh, the political elite wants you to fight. Uh, be very smart. Uh, be very smart about what you say. You are being monitored. You are being observed. You are being surveilled. Uh, you know, people who work in large businesses are losing their jobs right now, losing their insurance uh, because of things that they say on social media. I would say to everyone to just terminate social media. There's a form of disobedience. Get back to talking to your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Good idea. And uh, don't don't forget to prep. Don't forget to pray. Yeah, but I will say this. I commit to nonviolence. I'm a Christian. But I also believe in self-defense and defending others. And the Bible speaks about the nobility of doing so. And I will say this, and I'm saying this to the Biden administration, if you don't protect American citizens from China, and I'm speaking, first of all, about our leaders from the Trump administration who did nothing but serve their country, and if you won't protect American citizens from the communist Chinese, well, then we no longer have a representative government. We have an illegitimate government, and the people need to take action. And I'm not saying that Biden's not going to do that. I'm just saying that's a line in the sand for me. If I pick up the paper tomorrow and I see that we are witnessing Pompeo being extradited to Beijing for trial, uh, all bets are off. I'm no longer following any mandates, any rules of this government. I won't pay one dime in tax, and I will join whatever group will restore legitimate authority to this country. And that's probably the most radical thing you'll ever hear me say, but I need to have Biden defend the former Trump people because he deserves to be defended when he leaves office. We're out of time, my friend. You uh, have done a fantastic job of really laying out the issues. Uh, Be safe in your work, and thank you for your service to your country. Thank you, Dave. Take care.